we're towards the end of Perik Tes Vov 15. Vikishi Yargil S. Atsmo, Vyasmid Biyuno, Al Haemesazo. So, so he told us that the key to precious to being able to separate oneself off happily, not in a miserable uh, state, right, but happily from uh, the pleasures of this world, A. Um, number two, in, in dinim, in, in uh, taking on halachic stringencies, and C, or three, whatever number we want to uh, say, uh, is in his bodhudus of, of kind of being, living a more private life, living a more inner life, being less uh, connected to, with other people, still loving other people and being connected with them, but not feeling the need to be constantly connected. Yeah? So the way the one does that is through introspection, that these things don't carry true ultimate value. And you need to habituate yourself to it. You take a regular person and you put him into solitary confinement. Yeah? You know what's going to happen to him in a day or two? Mm-hmm. People literally mean this is like a uh, yeah, like a torture technique that they use, right? They pe- put people into isolatory confinement. That's all they do to them. They don't, they don't hurt them. They don't hit them. Nothing, right? And the guy just starts going nuts to do anything to get out of isolatory confinement. Okay. Whereas a person who has habituated himself to introspection, to meditation, to thought, right? I think I, I think I told you guys already the story about. Of uh, Mendelevich, when uh, the Russians put him into isolatory confinement because he, he wouldn't work on Shabbos and the gulags. Who was this rabbi? He was a refusenik who um, who's actually he was starting to become from, he became from mostly in the gulag. And he's an unbelievable story. Uh, and he eventually he said, like, I'm not going to work on Shabbos. So first he was getting away with it, he was able to trick him, etc. But eventually they caught on to him. So they said, you're going to work um, or you're going into isolatory confinement. Mm-hmm. And in the Gulag, that meant, the way he described it to us, he, he spoke in our colo five years ago, is it's a box about this tall, about 10 fucking or so tall, yeah, about seven tfachim by seven tfachim wide. So it's even greater than the minimum size for a sukkah. It's very spacious. No, it's minimum size for a sukkah. No, you said ten tfachim. Tall. So, right, so seven by seven, no? Seven by seven. Oh, and ten tfachim. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay, you're right. Very good. Thank you. Right? Yeah. So it's, and it's, it's, it's perfect, though. Right, so you can't stand up even, right? Um, and freezing cold. And that's it, there's just nothing to do. You just sit there, just without any... So, um, Baruch Hashem, he had memorized, by then, all of Shachar's Minchelmar, because it was illegal to have a siddur in the Gulag. So what he did is he had a siddur, but he copied it over onto these little tiny pieces of paper, glued together, and he kept inside of a matchbox because all the prisoners would smoke. So he also had a matchbox on him. So they search you and find a matchbox. That's not a surprise, right? So inside his matchbox, he had this little tiny sitter that he had made. 
And so he memorized, but obviously it's not very easy on the eyes to read those words. So it's more like if you forget a word, then you, then you have to look. Right? So, so basically, with time, he had memorized Shakir's Nuthamara. I never told you the story? I think this part of it, no. So, yeah, so, so there was, yeah, there was, during the day there was light. Yeah. Um, and uh, probably cracks, you know, coming through or whatever. But, uh, how long was he in that, you said, for? Oh, so, so I was like, I, I didn't tell you yet. Oh, okay. So he, <clears throat> so, he, so what he would do is he would daven like a every word he would say the word like as slowly as he can like thinking about the word introspecting in the word so shakras would take him like four four and a half hours whatever it is right and by the time he'd be done with shakras he would like relax a little bit contemplate whatever it is that he would do maybe try to have some shnayas and he would launch into mincha that would be like you know, an hour and a half of mincha Again, a little bit of Mishnayis and whatever it is, and then like a good two and a half or whatever long shah, uh, Mariv, and uh, the day would be up. And this way, like day after day, like these the, the prison guards, they were like they, didn't, they never saw anything like this. They were like, "No, when are you gonna like give in?" And he's like, "I'm not working at Shabbos." And so they kept him there for one day, two days, three days, which a whole week. There's like a record in the entire gulag. Nobody ever went that long. A whole week. They couldn't believe it. They put him in for another week. He was in there in the end for three weeks. And they, they like, they, they like took him out. They said, you're going to be so punished for this. Because you've been like refusing, etc. <laughs> so they put him into the maximum security prison, where you're just in a room, no roommates, no work uh, uh, duties. You just you're in your own in your own room. You're only allowed just some basic books and a bunk bed and, and a bed, and you, you don't leave the room. <laughs> Sounds like an upgrade. And he said, Baruch Hashem. <laughs> he didn't have to work Shabbos. He was able to get some some, some books and smuggle some things, etc. And was able to spend. This was already, when the refuseniks, the whole refusenik thing started when the Russians already stopped killing people. Openly. Uh, it was pressure people knew about him in the west already it wasn't uh, they, they, they weren't already in that business killing people was under Stalin right? right. <laughs> Stalin Brezhnev you know that, that those kufas, but okay anyway this was all a very interesting side tangent but my point is that a person who lives on social media would go crazy in about an hour and 15 minutes <laughs> yeah? like just keep like reaching into their pocket <laughs> they eventually just start swiping on their palm you know <laughs> right so person needs to learn to become an internal person so precious for us maybe I wonder if the most important precious for this generation is not even from the hanos of all of us the pleasures of all of us 
and not even in dinim. People can be super machmir, yeah, and maybe even not be looking around in this community. I would say it goes like this: some people are super machmir, but they eat out in fancy shallots and Velveetas and whatever other fancy restaurants that they have, and they go on super machmir Pesach uh, hotels for seventy thousand dollars family or whatever it is, right? So that's so it would be machmir, but you still want to have all the titles. Next, next is maybe some people are willing to not even have the titles, but I think to be an internal person, to be someone who is to a certain extent withdrawn, a person who is happy to have some time while he's brushing his teeth to just not be on his phone or listening to something, but just be reflecting on life. Precious from contact. Yeah, external stimulation. Precious from external stimulation, okay? So, the, so A, a person, in order to do this, hap, a, a, you, need, you need habit. You need little by little to build it up because take a... Take take a uh, people to walk around with the um, with the selfie sticks, right? <laughs> take that guy and you all of a sudden put him into a yeshiva during COVID lockdown, right? And he's not going to do so well. They didn't right? take not our like a, not like our what? They didn't take our selfie sticks. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we survived. So, um, so the point is that well, little by little, build up to that, okay? But also in precious and Typhus, and the whole time introspecting, every time that you polish from it, saying to yourself, what's the value of this thing anyway? So what, right? What, what am I going to get from it? What's What's going to come of this? The fact that I managed to swipe some things on my phone, the fact that I managed to you know, distract myself, the fact that I had a little bit of palate pleasure, what was the mile of these things, right? That has worked a little bit for a snack here and there. Oh. Not, but I, I, I should apply it to phone and internet usage as well. Yeah. Yeah, recently I deleted my podcast player, even though I did listen to some nice things on there. But podcasts, again, if you use it for the Guru Hashem, you can get it too. <laughs> But, uh, but the point is, it's like, oh, I'm driving in a car. Great, let me turn on my thing. Like, it's okay to also just yeah. spend a little bit of time with yourself. Is it better to drive in silence? Or are you, or are you wasting your time? It's a good question. So I think that there's definitely, if you're, while you're driving, you're looking around, you know, like we spoke about the bobbing heads, right? right checking everything out. So you're not, you're not disconnected. You're connected to a bunch of non- nonsense, to a bunch of nothing. So you might as well play, play a sheer instead, right? But uh, if you could reflect a little bit, if you could think, if you could... Again, maybe driving is not the best example, but person should have time in the day where they, where they spend alone, thinking, reflecting, meditating, not meditating. You don't have to go into a lotus position. Right, to meditate. Meditate just means thinking. Isn't that what Shabbos is for, though? Time to meditate. Shabbos is a great time for that, but but not limited to that. Yeah. Okay. Especially when you have your long walk to a terrace army, 
all the way from Arthur and Wallen and Skokie, right? You're north for right? It's a great it's a, it's a it's a great walk. It's a great walk. Okay. Fine. So the point is again I'm just pointing out two things. We wanna be margular cells, we wanna it's it's a process, you don't just jump in little by little, you have to build up your uh, your tolerance to these things and the constant learning up of the lack of innate value in these things and actually the danger that are presented therein and therefore that you know that you don't mind that you're that you're totally that, that you're happy to do this is a good thing for you to do not doing it begrudgingly Hine ma'at ma'at and behold little by little yetsei chavshi mima'asar hasichus he will leave a free man from the chains from the bonds of foolishness asher choshech hachomer oser osobo that the darkness of physicality constrains him in it. means until a person is engaging precious to a certain extent he's a person who is consumed by physicality from all sides right I mean, remember Hashem put man into a physical world and the struggle is to remain spiritual while in the physical world okay so if a person is constantly connected to the physical world it's, it's bad enough that we have that we have physical needs that must be met a person must eat a certain amount of food per day a person must sleep a certain amount of sleep per day a person must drink a person must have clothing must buy clothing must buy housing therefore must work there's already a lot a lot that a person needs to be engaged in the physical world so whatever amount that you don't need to be engaged in the physical world right that's your opportunity to break free a little bit Right? And that's only going to happen through precious. Velo yispate mipituye ahanos, and he should not be seduced from all oh, from the wow. You you have no idea what you're missing. It's going to be so awesome. It's so this is like a kosher subway. <laughs> like, can you believe that? BLT. The whole idea of a sandwich. The Jewish deli. Say we started the entire concept. <laughs> the sandwich okay. uh, here in America. I thought it was from from uh, from pizza. Uh-huh. Yes, uh, of sandwiches. That's a roll. It's a what? It's a lot. 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 The, like we said before, that the physicality is like a tempestress, like a like a like a woman who is of ill repute, who is seducing us, and a person is imagining, conjuring up, you know, this unbelievable things. And and the truth is, it's just 
kozlos it's falsehood, right? So he will not be seduced by it at all. Oz Yimas by him, he will be disgusted by him. Vyeda Shein Lo Lakachas Mina Olam Ella Herechrechi. The only thing I want to take from this world is what I need to be able to continue doing mitzvahs. The only thing I need that I, that I want to take from this world is what I need to be healthy and able to serve a shepherd. Like I've already written earlier. Vehine Kimo. Shahizbonain al Zadavar Goreim Kniya Saprishus. Now this is gonna be a very concise uh, in, in other in other places he he went on to a whole whole chapter of how one goes about acquiring precious, how one um, what uh, not precious, the thing whatever was being discussed and what things caused that to be lost. Here he just says basically it's just the opposite. I mean, if the way that a person works on precious is by contemplating this thing and habituating himself in it, so the opposite of that will ensure that that will not happen. Right? So the mafsid is sikhluso mafsidoso. Right? Uh, foolishness, lack of contemplation, lack of thinking about these things. What are what is the real value of this thing? So then you're going to get be caught off guard, right? Because the world is so loud and so grabby of our attentions, flashing lights and and commercials and and everything. And you have to remember also, we start off being fully engrossed in the physical world. We all start off as babies, like the Derek Hashem says, right? And that person is born fully engrossed in physicality. From the time we're a baby, the only thing we're ever thinking about is our physical needs. How else can I eat something yummy? How can I be comfortable? What can I play with? What's enjoyable? What's fun? So that's what we're currently habituated to. So precious, if you don't do, as long as you don't do anything, then you'll then you'll stay exactly where you are. So, Hasmada, Bain Hasarim, and hanging out with politicians, Ve'anche Hagdulos, and Gvirim, rich people, Harotim Acher Hakavod, that these people they chase after honor, Marbim Hahevel, that will, um, that will increase a person's own lust for it, right? If I'm perfectly happy driving my beat-up car and then all of a sudden you know, I, I get a ride in some fancy car, then that stokes the, 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 the desires, right? If I, I'm perfectly happy with my, with my stale bagel, right? But then somebody, you know, comes in with a fancy steak and, you know, the smell fills up the room and everything, right? So that that's going to make it more difficult. Ki bura also as a yoker, hahu, vagdulahu. So because when we see other people having the honor, having the wealth, having the hashivus, yeah, he shalom yisorer. It's impossible. This is the Ramchal It's impossible. I mean, to say, seemingly, if he was in that room, he would also 
be stirred to these things. Even persons at a very high level, we have these different parts to ourselves. So a person needs to be try to stay away from those types of things. And even if you don't give in, you don't let the Yitzhahara um, conquer you. But certainly will not escape from the fight. I mean, you're going to need to now have a whole big fight with Yitzhahara talking to yourself again. What? Why do I need this? What? Is it just going to expose me to danger? I'm going to need to... If I start eating this, I'm going to get habituated to it. I'm going to get involved with things. I'm going to end up having to work more to make more money so I can eat this fancy food. I'm going to have to be a battle Torah. And all the other, th- other things that we spoke about before. It's hard for a person to not be in, in the rat race. Right? When you see... All the other rats running along, right? It's very hard to hold yourself back because there's got to be something good over there. All, all of them are running that way, right? It's probably a big piece of cheese over there. FOMO. What? FOMO. FOMO. You're missing out. Oh, there you are. There you are. You beat them too. You don't even know what you're <laughs> racing to, but you, you got to beat them. That's right. Very good. You're missing out. Very good. Vihine. So then already you're danger. You're, you're in danger, right? So so by simply seeing it, the person's already exposed to the danger. It's better to go to a, a funeral house, I mean, a person, a house of that have lost a loved one than it is to go to a celebration to a party right? where would you rather go be party. honest <laughs> to a party cemetery is depressing yeah. I just heard over Shabbos somebody was sharing that back in Moscow you had to wait in line for everything so people when they saw a line they would jump in line they, don't, they have no idea what's and then what they would ask them what, 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 what are they selling yeah, yeah what is it you're already waiting for hours and hours what, what's, what's up there that's right okay Vyakar Minakol who Hachis Bodudus and the most precious thing that you can get is to be by yourself. Alone time. Tikimo Shemesir Olam. By the way, just to finish up that previous thing about seeing other people, so the Gon writes to his, the Gon, as some of you may know, uh, decided that he was going to go to Eretz Israel. It was a pretty perilous journey. It couldn't really be done easily. So he was going without his wife and children. Um, so he and his elderly mother. So he so he left his wife and children a letter where he tells them kind of how to live life, what to do, etc. Um, he does express the hopes that maybe after he's married to Saul, maybe he'll be able to 
get them over as well, but clearly writing a letter of potentially never seeing them again. So in it he says that his daughters should not go to Shul to Daven. Because he says you're going to go to Shul to Daven, you're going to see all the other girls and ladies there wearing their fancy dresses and their expensive things, and you're going to see those things and you get jealous, and it's going to lead to many, many Averos. Better to just daven at home than go to shul and expose yourself to that. I'm assuming in Vilna they didn't have uh, lace top shaitans. Are you implying that lace top shaitans are bad? I mean, they're very expensive and very fancy. and I don't know, I know there's a whole lot of headlines about it. Okay. Mm. Okay. Um, okay, so... He's saying that the most precious of all these benefits that you would get from Precious is his Bordelus, to be by yourself. Because to the extent that a person can remove from his eyes all the involvements of this world, the eye sees, right? Like as I'll say, the eyes and the heart covers, right? So seeing is wanting. The more you engage with it, you're seeing it, you're involved with it, the more interested you are in it. So if you can not see it, you won't be desirous of it. You're not going to want it. Ukvar Hizkir David Amelach Alava Shalom Bishevach Hahiz Bodudus Vamar David praised the concept of being by himself by saying the following Meetain Li Aver Kayona who will give me wings like a dove um Eshkona Hine Archik Nudod Alin Bamidbar Sela, and I will fly away, and I will be by myself out in the desert forever. Right, me wanting to be out middle of nowhere by himself, like uh, Dovin says also, right? Um, What's the word before that? Come on. Um, anyway, so 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 the uh, we'll find in a second. So the Malbim says, "What does it mean?" Like you, you, I think it says, "Your kindnesses chase me," right? So, so why are they having to chase him? Why don't you just turn around and accept it gladly with your open hands, right? He's saying he doesn't want. David didn't want all this. He don't want to be king. He don't want to be rich. He don't want to be powerful. He want to be involved in all this. He just wanted to uh, 
Shift to the base of Shem Koyim Echayai. Um, so the point is that David, is that the model explains that David didn't want all this. He didn't want success. He didn't want wealth. He didn't want all he wants is to be a shepherd in the middle of nowhere with his sheep, thinking about Hashem. That's what he wanted. Yeah, but what can he do? There's a responsibility. He did, but 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 as far as what what he wants, he wants to be clinging to Hashem. He wants to be able to have a clear mind, not be constantly thinking from morning to night about the needs of the people, about the war, about this, about that, about taxes. What? Isn't it strange? Are those things necessary and helpful? Well, again, but let's say theoretically all those things can be accomplished through him being out in the field with his sheep and and play and playing the and playing the harp. Which, which of those two pathways would he want to be? Sitting as a king on a golden throne with a scepter and surrounded by servants? Or out in the field of nobody? Is that where you're currently holding as well? You'd rather be a king. He would rather be out in the field. Everyone would, everyone would rather be a king. Every, any normal person would rather be a king. Like you said it best. More money, more problems. <laughs> but, we, but we still want more, more money. We'll take the problems with them. I think that's about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Josh, Josh, Josh is saying you'd rather be out in the field. Everyone else would rather be king. Right. So we're all on the same page. The point is that if we all be honest with ourselves, right, we. We are not on this level. Right? But David is saying this is what he yearns for. He would love to just be able to just be out there living a simple life. Is it possible that the fence or the grass is greener on the other side? So the, meaning he, he was. This is Ruach Akodish. Uh, that's true, it isn't tell Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so then, how, how is it when you have this idea of Yidden, right? Shabbos, we come to have guests, when it comes to any other stuff, you always want to bring out your best foot forward, have the fanciest plates and meals. Come with Shabbos, whatever you can afford. You put a nice thing with Kavit Shabbos. David would also try his best for Kavit Shabbos, having some nice things. Freshly baked bread. Yeah. A little bit of. Uh, Meat, you know, whatever you can afford. Okay. Vanivim. <laughs> Same thing we see with, with Nevim. Eliyahu, Elisha. These are all great people. These are people that managed to reach high levels. How do they do it? Right? Motsaunu, Heyosam, 
miyachadim mokomam alaharim. They would go up to the mountains. They would designate their place up on top of a mountain. Mitnei, he's going to do so because of their desire to need to be by themselves. How are they going to make? How are they going to make a living? Probably good, right? Obviously. So in Europe, in Europe, they wouldn't allow us to own any land at all. We weren't allowed to work the land. We weren't allowed to own the land. Moneylenders, yeah, maybe depend, depending on what, where, what, uh, some other things potentially, but but not to work the land. Um, but I mean, again, I'm, I don't know exactly what your plan is. I'm happy to hear about it afterwards. <laughs> if we're moving it anywhere, we're moving it to Israel. Tell What? I doubt it. Montana, tell Okay, so. And so too our sages, the early pious ones, walked in the ways of the prophets. So they discovered that the most important thing for growth beyond just becoming a tzaddik, but uh, striving for Hasidus, yeah, uh, is this Hizbodotus. Laman Asher, lo yevi'um, havreihem, lehavbil, gamheim kemosim. So that their fellows' nonsense shouldn't cause them to also do the same type of stuff. Do not, his warning is please, do not try to jump all the way to the other extreme and start doing like a very high level of preachers right away. All in one moment, right? That certainly is not going to work out. You, like he mentioned before, you have to habituate yourself little by little by always trying to push it a little bit. Rather, you should be separating yourself a little bit more, another fence, another fence, a little bit more, another couple of steps. And as we discussed, that you know, a person might want to be smart about this, right? Check the areas, like the, the analogy that we gave, that if you lived in a city, that there are no railings anywhere. No railings and stairs, no railings at tops of buildings, right? It's a very dangerous city to live in, right? So what you want to do then is start building gdar, building fences, building ways to, the people should distance from falling off, so you shouldn't come to fall off, right? So, you want to build the fences in the most dangerous places first, right? Little by little, you'll 
cover the whole city in fences, right? Everywhere it needs to be. Uh, every ra- every stairs and everything. But yeah, if you got like a like a spiral, uh, you know, parapet, you want to make sure to get that one fenced in first. Yeah? Add she is she she ball legamri until you have fully gotten accustomed to this. So it should become for you natural. It should be for you habit, right? Um, it's not difficult anymore. Then you take on the next level. Okay, that is the end of precious. Any questions before we move on to Tahra? And just a heads up that you're walking in at the tail end of so. No. How many is it?